Hello, everybody, and welcome back again. How you doing? I hope everybody's doing good. Listen, I wanted to revisit a few things and maybe give you a little more information. Um, I have fun nerding out on words. We all know that. So I wanted to revisit reframing. Um, I've talked a lot about reframing things and um, how your words can be powerful. You know, and I've challenged you to use the word plan rather than the word want and and a few other things. So I think it's really important that I kind of explain myself a little bit more and maybe let you know that I'm not entirely crazy. So here's the thing. What we're talking about when we're reframing things, which is a more or less new term used in motivation, used in coaching and whatnot, is actually a form of cognitive reframing. Now, cognitive reframing is an actual thing. So let's talk about some definitions first, and then we're going to talk about what does that mean. The definition, the basic definition of the word cognitive of relating to being or involved in conscious intellectual activity, such as your thinking, your reasoning, or remembering. So cognitive has to do with intellectual activity. The definition of reframe is to frame something again and often in a different way. So when we talk about cognitive reframing, we're talking about intellectual reframing in a different way. Basically, cognitive reframing, the foo-foo or big definition is a psychological technique that consists of identifying and then disputing irrational or maladaptive thoughts. When you're reframing, It's a way of viewing that experience or event or idea in a more positive pattern or finding more positive alternatives to that initial thought. So cognitive reframing is something that's been used for many, many years. I looked it up and I found out that this technique was actually invented by Aaron Beck, a psychiatrist in the 1960s. So the actual cognitive reframing technique. Now we have adapted it. It's been used for many years. We've, you know, changed the wording and and done lots of things, but the basic idea behind it is the same. Now he had used it Uh, working with people that had depression and other issues. And it really became part of a larger uh, path of treatment called cognitive restructuring. I'm not even going to get into that. Let's just talk about our cognitive reframing. So I talk about how words matter. And how it can change things. It's very important that we understand that 
Yes, we do actually have the power to change our brains and to change what we're thinking, what we're doing, how we're viewing the world around us. So if somebody has a a meeting, the whole office has to go to a meeting today. They're going to have, I know the one place I used to work loved to call them town hall meetings where the upper echelon would make announcements or explain the direction of the company. So we would all go. Some people would get very anxious and nervous because they maybe framed that in a potential negative light, okay? Whereas, to me, I would frame it in okay, I'm going to like a mini seminar to learn what's going on. Now, maybe afterwards, I might not have been so thrilled given whatever information we got. The point being, you walk into that meeting and you have already your predisposed attitude. So what we need to do is work on our cognitive reframing and work on making sure that you're using the correct wording. So last episode, I talked about semantics and how it matters, how we need to think about what we're using as far as even those one-syllable words. I've talked about swapping out words like want and plan. There's endless possibilities on the things that we can swap out. What I want you to realize and what I want you to know is that this is an actual tried and true technique. It is retraining your brain and changing those thought patterns into something that can be more positive that's going to lead you to a more positive experience in life. So why would we not work on that? Okay. I've talked about flashcards, using flashcards, put your unhappy thought on one side and use icky colors and things that you don't like, and then put the opposite, the happy thought on the other side and put stickers and sparkles and whatever you want that makes you happy. Use your favorite colors, whatever you need to do. The point being is you're actually retraining your brain. You're using a true psychological technique, cognitive reframing. You can do it. I can do it. We can all do it. Listen, there's not a person that I don't know that doesn't go through a bad spot at one point or another. Past couple days, I've been out of sorts and I don't even know why. And I'm like, ugh need to give myself a talking to. Just have had it. I don't even want to be around myself. I'm knowing myself. I am literally working on this cognitive reframing. Like, what is my attitude about? Okay, back it up, girlfriend. Not going to go there. Need to pull myself back. And it is work, and it does take time. But hey, who knows? At my age, could be hormones. I have no idea. Sometimes I don't want to know. But knowing me, I'm going to research it and work on it and figure it out. In any event, I wanted you guys to know 
that the reason I focus on a lot of these things and the reason I stress so much, think about how you're looking at the world. People talk about positive self-talk, reframing, all of these things. It is a thing. It is a thing. And maybe the people who are talking about it might not even know it is actually a real psychological technique. Psychologists, psychiatrists, they've been using it for years. They're all taught. They know a lot more than I do. However, I can definitely, you know, tell you a coach is a great partner in helping you to call yourself on the carpet when you're having, you know, an attitude or you're not able to get past something in your life. So listen, guys, look it up. Have fun with definitions. Words are powerful. Don't forget it. And um, I will talk to you soon. Have a great rest of your day.